A reading from John 15, 18-23. If the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. If you belong to the world, it would love you as its own. As it is, you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. That is why the world hates you. Remember what I told you. A servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you also. If they obeyed my teaching, they will obey yours also. They will treat you this way because of my name, for they do not know the one who sent me. If I had not come and spoken to them, they would not be guilty of sin. But now they have no excuse for their sin. Whoever hates me hates my father as well. John is very specific, or in quoting Jesus, Jesus is very specific about using the word world. Uh, in, and in that time, I think it meant something a little bit different than what, how we define world. We oftentimes think of it as our world. So, but, but actually, the world, in, I think here, and you correct me, the world is that part of mankind, which is probably the vast majority, who have separated themselves from God. Yeah, the, this is somewhat referring to a system of belief and activity that moves against God's way. I mean, there's several ways of looking at the world. world is the globe itself. The world is all of the people of the world. But then the world can also be a reference to the systems that set themselves up against the knowledge of God. And uh, if you're walking with Jesus uh, towards God, you're moving against the world. Most of the world is moving in the opposite direction, not being in relation. So basically, Jesus is saying, you're going to be going upstream. You're going against the current. They're not going to uh, be in the same perspective you are. And it will lead not only to moving in different directions, it will lead to a level of antagonism. Uh, peoples whose systems are in the world will be against your way of thinking and will actually persecute you and want to kill you in the same way that the world wants to kill me. The, the, uh, the, w- the word enmity it comes along with This is a very strange promise. Um, in other words, if you're trying to encourage the team uh, to go out and win the game and say, but you're going to lose, or the, 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 everything is going to be in a total opposition to you. Um, it, sound, it sounds like a very funny way of encouraging people to go forward, but he's just telling them the truth. Yeah, I, I had a seminary professor who used to say when we <clears throat> would complain about little things of academia, he would say, cheer up, it gets worse. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's true. I mean, P- I think it's Peter or James, I can't remember which one at the moment, says, don't be surprised by fiery trials. And, and the reality is, um, to show you how off my mind is, I, I'm built for comfort. I am surprised when things don't go well. I am surprised when even people of faith, people in the church community, oppose the things that God wants to move forward out of the weirdest ideas they come up with and, and the craziest things. But it shows they're rooted in a system of this world, not in a system to, of listening to God. And so um, I, I guess, as you said, this is an odd way to build a team, but this is Jesus saying, hey, uh, 
you know, buck up here a little bit. This is going to be a challenging road. And if you're expecting a comfort, um, I think of, there's an old hymn, um, uh, flowery beds of ease or something. I forget, <laughs> the phrase sticks in my mind. Then you're going to be sadly disappointed. But it, no, going into it, it's going to be a challenge. It's going to be a struggle. It's going to be a war because you're going in the opposite direction of most of the world.